the right. goal was kind of the same for everybody to find someone, you know, that you love, settle down, have some children, support that family. You know, that was the American value. Yeah, that sure. was the value. And we all kind of shared that. Now there's nothing shared. There's no focus of like what it is we want to do or who it is we want to be as a nation. What's up, baby? Welcome back to a very special episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian Licata. And you can see the boys are together again. We're back together. We've Here been, we are. We've been chilling all day, which explains why I look the way I look. We've been chilling since what? What time you got here? Like 1130? Yeah, we've been through, um, we got like three acts today. <laughs> we've been in, we've been into a bunch of shit. We've been watching some documentaries. It's been a very interesting. Had some food. Had some food. And then, um, and then uh, poetry too, bro. We got into the poetry, poetry also. Am I allowed? Am I allowed to say why we got into all that shit? Or nah. No? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, we had a very interesting day. Um. Yeah, man. So it's good. I got my man here. It's always great. We've been chilling all day. I'm a little. I'm a little litty. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, I feel like I feel like we're gonna have a good. We're gonna have a great episode. We're gonna uh, have absolutely a fantastic episode. In the warriors that we are, Rated G is a podcast of warriors. I was going to wait later to say this, but, you know, fuck it. Uh, uh, we are dropping one of our sponsors. Just gone completely. We're just dropping them. I mean, you'll still hear the mention because I still work there. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're dropping AC Jokes as a sponsor because because we're gangsters and we can do shit like that. We don't need no one's love. Um, but, nah, man, they, you know, listeners tell me, man, they 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 try to charge my man's lady. He went to go see the show. And they tried to charge him to bring in his... Well, they did charge him to bring in his lady. They tried. They did. Yeah, they did. That's unacceptable. And because of the love and the lack of love shown, you have officially been dropped. So, I mean, you can still catch me there. I'm not going to... I'm not quitting. I'm not stupid. I'm going to go to the show tonight. But yeah, you? yeah. We still we still got love for them. We're just yeah. not... We're just not, you know... Can't call you a sponsor if you're not going to fucking back us, dog. You're going to make my man pay. I feel you should have been able to walk in there with whoever the fuck you was with. That's how I feel. You sponsoring been, the show, allegedly, if there, right? If there was seats, if there was seats, sponsoring the show. No, was it was it sold out? No, no, no. We're sponsoring. Yeah, the club, the club. Yeah. Was it sold out? No. Nah. That's what I'm saying. I didn't care if you show up with twenty people. I they mean, don't even charge. To tell you the truth, it wasn't that great of a show. Well, I wasn't there. It's about to happen sometimes when I'm not there. You know, I, however, want to big up uh, Church Street Tap and Delhi pew, pew. Uh, out there in pew. North Carolina, Tarboro, my man, Ant, big up to pew. you. Uh, we went out there. We had two shows and it was a dope fucking time. Happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. out. And you were there, there with Ray and Zach, right? Ray and Zach. Ray and Zach. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Who, uh, you tell me if I should feel away, man. I wake up the next day and they're already gone from the hotel. Didn't even tell me they were leaving. Not even a text or nothing. I just wake up. I'm like, where the car's going? Smoking a cigarette. Getting ready to knock on their door to see if they're ready to get out. And they're already gone. Uh, we love these guys. No, I love them. But I feel like you did that Irish goodbye shit in, in Tarboro. We wasn't in Brooklyn, people. We was in Tarboro. I mean, I know we had our own cars and shit. But for me, it's a... Uh, and you said this to them? We talked? Uh, Yeah, I did. You talked to them? I did, yeah. Okay. Of course I did. Okay. It was bothering me. Yeah. You know, not so much that they're not my people, but just enough to be like, how the fuck you leave me? How do you leave without saying I'm leaving? Right. 
I don't know. I find it weird. Maybe I'm just being crazy. I don't know. Well, I find it weird. We talked about it. I said I probably I, I would have texted you, and if you didn't respond, I would have left. Yeah, so you would have woke up to know. All right, they did. Yes, and you might have been a little mad. Maybe I wouldn't even been upset no? if I would have saw the text. Okay, okay. if you would have saw the text, the text yeah. to me just is communication. Yo, we're leaving, which means that you gave me a chance. Like if I was up, I would have saw it, and right. if I wanted to go, I go too. But just a text. You know? Yeah, okay, I got you. I got you. Just a little fucking text. I don't think that's much. People don't like to communicate. Well, something that we were talking about right before the show, too. Um, and we were go we were we read some of Gary's or Gary read some of his poetry to me, which is absolutely incredible, by the way. I have, I have written some poetry. And it's incredible. Brought me brought me to tears sitting on his couch together. It's brought brought me, me to tears. tears. We were sitting there crying. Yeah, like we're sitting there crying. Yeah. It was beautiful though, man. It was, it was fucking beautiful, beautiful, man. It was great. Um, but like uh what you said in there, and you, you talked a lot about how people affected you, but when you listened, you see it. It's all there. You know, we yeah. we we tell people stuff, it, it's not necessarily we don't say it plainly, but all the signs are there if you look, you know. Yeah. It is, and we trick ourselves, you know. Oh. Or I think you believe something at some one point and then it, it changes, you know? At a, at yeah, well, that's the thing. Everything everything always changes. You yeah. got to be ready to adapt. I, I like to go back into those things every now and then because, like I said, when I was explaining to you just just where I was at that time, and right. some of them you, I'm able to say exactly where I was. I remember, like, what when I wrote thought? it and yeah. what gave me the thoughts. Like, the one about my eyes was deep when it says they are red and brown. That can't be any more true as they were. They were red and brown. They were red on the white, supposed to be, and brown on the inside. Have you thought about getting back into music at all? Uh, yes. Yeah? I miss music, man. I think about it, but then I go, eh. What, what, <laughs> like, what, like, what about it don't you want to do? But what if you just, like, you know, we're talking about Sade. What if you just put something out, not necessarily when you want money, but just when you want to, you know? Well, you I just mean, go out and, you know, record a couple tracks or whatever, but... Oh, yeah. No, it's a thing of I thought about it. I think one of the reasons is it's just not coming to me. Okay. All right. Fair I enough. I think that's yeah, really what enough. it is. Like, um, like I tried to write and, and it's like, it's weird. Like, I don't know. I got to get into that flow of writing again. What about that stuff, though? What if you turn that into music? Uh, Just put music behind it and read it and shit. Well, not necessarily read, but if you, I mean, I don't know if you would want to do that, but make it into a song. Like, take the lyrics and, and sing them more melodically or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if it would be, I wonder if it could be done. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I could find someone with a great voice, I wouldn't want to sing them. Oh, you wouldn't? No. Yeah, my voice is horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My voice well, like is some, Like how Kid Cudi just, like, he'll have a beat and he'll just kind of, like, talk. I mean, I can do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, you know, I'm the front man to two bands. Right. Not like I can't sing, but I just don't know if I want to take that shit and sing it because it's, like, so good. And I'll be like, I'll fuck it up. Even though I think all my music it is really is good, good. So yeah, I really is, can't yeah, say yeah, shit. Is, I do think I do think if you guys never heard my music, y'all missing out because I do think all my music is good. You can find it all on uh what is that shit? Uh YouTube? Nah. Well, I got some Spotify, on YouTube. SoundCloud. 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 Yeah. SoundCloud, I got a thing, Rust uh True to Life and Rustin Blues. And you could check it out over there. But I, I've written a lot of shit, man. I feel like one day it'll all come full circle. In what way? <laughs> It's the uh, greatest question. In what way? Of course, it's going to come for a circle. When, 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 when everyone's carrying my coffin, people are going to be like, did you know you also wrote music? And then somehow it's all going to blow up. And then my kids will be taken care of, which is really why I do this. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I could do what I'm doing right now till I die and be good. But I would like to do better so I could leave something behind. Of course. 
you know, so that they don't have to work as hard as I'm working. Well, how hard am I working now? <laughs> I mean, I'm really not. I mean, today was a lot of work. We worked today. Today was a lot of work. I got a sty, by the way, in case anybody's wondering. I didn't get beat up because, mm. you know, you never know. It could go either way. But I didn't yeah. get beat up. I, got I didn't really. It, yeah, it is, I've, been I've getting, seen it in the light. It does look kind of bad. Yeah, I've been getting styes since I moved out here. I was telling you. I don't know what it is. I think it's the air. The I've never gotten in sty in my whole entire life. 50 fucking two years old. Once I moved out here, I started getting styes. I get like two a year. Did you start doing any like anything new sexually? Uh no, I haven't been digging my eyes into any butts or anything. I'm I'm not into farting in what my about face. Ass? Did you ate a lot of ass? But look, I've been doing that for 50 years and I never got a sty. That's true. <laughs> With the rate, okay, the rating boost. Do you remember like why the graphs now? we were showing earlier? <laughs> the graphs. Yo, man, we were just watching this disturbing video sent to us by JoJo from JoJo and Scotty Morning Show. And uh 100.7 WZXL. Yeah, yeah. You catch me there every Monday, by the way, man. I'm and me there tomorrow. Thing. Yeah, that's right. I'm bringing this yeah, motherfucker on tomorrow. It's going to be dope. Although by tomorrow, it probably... It know, won't be out. Yeah, it'll be out already. But regardless. Yeah. um, But he sent me this thing called Die Suddenly. Died Suddenly. Died Suddenly. Yeah. And it's on... What, what's it on? Rumble. Rumble? It's on Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, people, it's on Rumble. Yeah, because Rumble... You Just know. watch it. It's... I will do what he didn't do. Because I watched it, and I don't think he watched it. I will give you a warning. There's a lot of veins, and and they show- Procedures, like, guts. Yeah, they parts. show the inside of people. Dude. You know what I'm saying? And the vials. Oh, wow. dude. Not for nothing, man. If you're not vaccinated, or you are, if you are vaccinated, man, just, just, just man, oh, be careful, man. I don't even know what to tell y'all, man. This, this motherfucker was pulling out clots from veins. Well, they were, and then what they were really saying is it wasn't clots. They were reacting like clots, but it wasn't. It was really clots a, for less of uh, for, for lack of a better word. Exactly. Yes, blood clots for lack of a better term. Yeah, they, they don't say, really know what it is. Yeah. But when they they would pull it out of the vein and it would come out in the shape. Well, was that the vein that they were pulling out? No, that was the the clot the that clot they were pulling out and from the, the inside from of the, the vein. inside of the vein, oh. and it would take the shape. Of, of the veins. veins. Yeah, because it would... Yeah. And basically, this is happening in people, only people that have been vaccinated, right? Because they didn't find this ever before in anybody no. before the vaccinations. No. And if I'm correct, the one thing they found was that when they looked at all these bodies who died from different things, they found these clots. And the thing they had in common was they were vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And yeah, man. And then we saw like, they're showing people like just I mean, it's very disturbing. Forget about the veins and shit. Then they also have like mad videos of people just dropping. If they weren't, they had like four people that dropped near trains. And but the, the and unfortunately for them, okay, all right. they all fell toward the train. And the train, if if the if, if they weren't dead. dead before they hit the train, they were definitely dead after it. Right. And, then, and so I'm gonna warn you, they show that shit. And it was very like, and the babies. There was a bunch of baby stuff too. Oh, the deformities they were yeah, showing. They, they don't do warn you. They don't warn. Okay, you, so they show all that shit. It started with the clots. Yes. So what they were saying is, after the COVID vaccines, people were dying at, uh, a week after, but they're also dying five months after, around five months. Which by that time they don't contribute it to the vaccinations, right? So when you look at the number of people who actually died that they say died from the vaccinations, it's only going to be within a week. Right. Correct. 
Yes. Probably it could be a little longer, but yeah, more. No, two, yeah. no more than two weeks. Right. They won't. After that, they won't contribute. Yeah, no more than two weeks. Yeah, no more than two weeks. After that, they won't contribute it to the vaccination. I mean, yeah. After that, you're on your own. <laughs> if you die after that, you're on your own. It wasn't our fault. You made it past the two weeks. It's like a lemon law. Right. They kind of got the lemon law. You got like a two week lemon law. If you take the vaccination and you and you're lucky enough to die right, you know, right when it happens, then they'll say it's the vaccination. But it's even more than that because people are dying like crazy and it's healthy people and it's young people. They said the ages of 19 to 40. Like 40, 40 or 49. 43, maybe? I think they 43. said 49, 43, something like that. And uh, yeah, just dropping, yo. I mean, this is the thing I that, mean, I, that I've started to talk what to What did they about. say to look up? Oh, to Google. Oh, the um, Open Fairs report. No, no. We can go into that they too. Said, oh, yeah, that's right. They said to Google um, sudden... Unexplained death is that oh yes yeah yeah died suddenly or, died yeah, suddenly. yeah 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 yep. they said the Google died suddenly and you'll see all the people that have just healthy people that just died suddenly man mm-hmm. and it's 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 a scary thing I mean I didn't get vaccinated I uh I was I was leery from the jump just from the fact that we couldn't sue them um from the fact that they were saying it was safe and effective when it just came out. So the reality is we don't know. That's just the reality. I mean, if they would have kept it real and said, listen, we're hoping this shit works. You know what I'm saying? Like we got this vaccination. We think it works and we're hoping it does. But we won't know until a bunch of y'all take it. You know what I'm saying? Then that would have been a little more a little more uh, upfront about what was going on. Because it also came out and they, they talk about in a documentary that they didn't even know if it worked mm-hmm. when they released it. They had no reason to believe whatsoever that it worked when they released it according to the documentary not according to me well listen bro hold on i don't know let's um i mean we could really do a timeline too you know like we were going through before in january of 2020 trump was trying to Open stop it up again no, no 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 in trump 20 uh, he was trying to shut the shit down with china bro yeah he tried to stop trade completely yeah. he was trying to shut that down they called him a racist a yeah. xenophobe and he said some shit Let's be honest that, you know, he probably shouldn't have said. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't it's, know. I enjoyed it's, him. It's, 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 it's the, that unpresidential part of him, though. That's the, those things are what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of yeah, stuff that he said that. that he didn't help his case. No, he didn't help his case. He was, he was, he, was, dude, he was a troll. P- Pelosi, bro, they were, they're calling him racist and shit. January, 2020. Well, everybody calls him racist. The question is, if you ask him to give you an example of him being racist, mo- most people will not be able to give one. Well, they just say, you know, he. Oh, but he's racist. He's well, racist. Give me an example, but he, but he is. You know, I can't give you an example. I can't. Like I, I thought I could back in the day when I heard things taken out of context. But once I saw the full context of it, I'm like, all right. You know, Biden, on the other hand, there's a bunch of examples of him being racist. I know. And they don't call him racist. I saw a meme the other day that it was Biden. Out, I think I might have sent it to you. It was Biden outside the window, and there's two kids on the inside, and, and the caption was, I smell herbal essence. Oh. Dude, he's being investigated right now. Is he? Did we talk oh, about yeah, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, We did talk about this. And how one of the charges is, is human trafficking? Uh, that doesn't disturb nobody. That the president of the, the sitting president of the United States is being investigated uh, by, you know, whatever the judiciary committees are or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But one of the things they're investigating is 
human trafficking. That's a heavy. We got we to pull, pull that up. That's a heavy charge. You know, that's a heavy fucking charge for a president to be holding. They ain't, they ain't investigating him for fucking the secretary. You know what I'm saying? They investigating him hardcore. Those are hardcore charges, man. You know, I don't know. Your mind is going quicker than your fingers. Let's see if they go. You probably did, they had the video. They'll show the video. I think right there was the video. How long is this video? Oh, there you go. Two minutes. There you go. Republican on the House Oversight Committee and is likely to chair that panel when Republicans take control of the House in January. Now, that committee has the authority Her face looks painted on. And Comer says one focus is going to be the business dealings. What's up with the face? Right? It's like very big. Big face. In any way that could compromise national security. National security interests require the committee to conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues. Avenues that have long been ignored. Comer believes there has not been enough oversight of the Biden administration over the past two years. I don't know. Them motherfuckers have been doing whatever they want to do. They've been running. This isn't really about the human trafficking, though. Nah, nah. It's It's a laptop. Yeah, nah. there's, There's another video. Of him saying, announcing that they're gonna they're gonna investigate him. Like if you go right to videos, and look, human it's trafficking, one. House GOP to investigate Joe Biden. Oh, it's a forty minute video. All right, no, that's too long. This one. Uh, this is from Newsweek. On the Biden to human trafficking. I mean, not for nothing. The fact that there's just a bunch of fucking titles, you know what I'm saying? Is enough for me. Like that just means you know. I'm this isn't Newsweek, bro. This isn't like page six or some bullshit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how legitimate Newsweek is as far as, you know, but it's in there. It's been around for a long yeah. time. Yeah, you know? it's in there. Yeah, this is it right here. They don't want to load, son. They don't want to load. It's funny how the internet don't work well when it's like this, isn't it? Yeah, never. they don't want us to load that shit, man. You know? They don't want it to come out. But I mean, basically, he says, you know, human trafficking is right there. You know, Ty Hunter, Republicans, Ty Hunter Biden. Well, Hunter Biden, because he says Joe. Because Hunter Biden, who the fuck cares? You know what I'm saying? In reality, we know what that is. He bought a hooker with him somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's all that is. Because, you know, fellas, you're not allowed to bring hookers anywhere, man. You can't just. You can't just go bringing hookers across state lines, just so you know, in case you was wondering, in case you were trying to bring one of those hookers of yours on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like, he sent the Biden. He couldn't find a hooker where he was going. He had to bring her across straight state lines. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't find he couldn't find a hooker from where he was going. Where's, what are we doing? Where's the zoom at? Oh, here we go. I just got to share the screen. Oh. So the, the people can see our shit. All right. Share screen. Click this one. Share sound. See, when I don't click that, that little thing right there, yeah. that's what fucks me up. All right. Well, we got it this time, so. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Nah, you're good. No, nah, it's not typing. It's not typing. Hold on. Uh. Let's see. I, I'm not gonna know this shit. Yeah. 
It's not even working. It's not even going in. First of all, oh, well, hold on, hold on. Well, we can do. I mean, oh, uh, you just froze everything, dog. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. go. There I mean, they go. can probably hear it through the mic. Good. Right? Yeah. From numerous schemes involving the Biden family, viewed Hunter Biden's laptop and received documents of previously previously unknown transactions. What we found are business plans aimed at targets around the world based on influence peddling, including with people closely tied to foreign governments like China and Russia. Many transactions related to these businesses have raised red flags at U.S. banks. A suspicious activity report, or SAR, is a document a bank must file with the Treasury Department when a transaction... I mean, this ain't it either. Come According to media reports, the Biden family accumulated over 150 SARS. Holy shit. SAR generated by an American bank, the Treasury Department, connects Hunter Biden and his business associates to international human trafficking, among other illegal activities. The money that was being made from the principals in the same room as Joe Biden was increasingly spent on furthering illegal activity. The SAR showed that Hunter Biden was conducting business with suspected human traffickers. Okay, is that the video yeah, that you were talking that, that, about? That's well, the one I was saying was he said that he was investigating Joe Biden. And he even came out and goes, I want to make this clear. We're investigating Joe Biden. And I was like, okay. Um, but either way, either way, man. I mean, fucking close. Yeah. There you go. There you okay. go. We're out of it. You got to deal with us, people. We're not used to being in the same room. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, we're trying to do a lot on your computer, too. Yeah, and it's an old computer. Yeah, this computer, this is like when they first came out, this Mac. This Mac is like the original OG MacBook Air. It's, yeah. And it's working. And it's working. That's goes to show you. You never see a Mac in the garbage. They're just workhorses, man. They yeah. stay working. But anyway, I mean, what's going to happen to that anyway now when you think about it? What does that mean? Like, what does that really mean? Are they, they're not going to do it. Like, they have all these fucking things all the time where they investigate people. They find out that what they were saying was true, and then nothing happens. So what do we do this for? Just so we can know, I guess? And what does it mean? It means nothing, right? I don't know, man. It's, it's like scary, dude. Watching that fucking video was scary as shit. Uh, one thing they talk about is how, like, yo, man, these people are dead set on getting rid of people. Mm -hmm. Like, they're dead set on. So I had a, I had one dude said it. That one dude said if their plan was to lower the population, it already worked. It already worked. They said that that still stillborn babies mm -hmm. have risen how many like three hundred percent? Yeah, and it was it was really well. So what I think the stillborn thing was is it was just during that period of time, right? Like right after there was a lot of those vaccines. Yeah, that the stillborn shit came came came. Yeah, up. and they were having it with like they had twelve in one month. Oh and yeah, normally yeah. they Dude, don't some have like any a couple of stillborns a day in a hospital in Canada. Yeah, a couple. And yeah. in, in Australia, there's nobody having kids down oh, like yeah. 70% people not having kids. And, yeah. and not to mention that they were locked up with their significant other for months and for a year, a year, bro. You don't think you're fucking your girl for a year if you're locked up? Like, yeah. shouldn't there be way more I mean, kids? I was by myself. I was fucking myself. <laughs> but I'm saying if you, if you were locked up with your girl, though. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You're banging out. Right, here's, murder, here's, oh, a little, here's a little story. My parents will never oh, listen to this part of the episode, oh, oh, right? Murdering her. <laughs> right. One or the other, yeah. So my parents went on a trip to the Outer Banks. And- or him. <laughs> be murdering him. Catch him in his sleep or something. Maybe you got one of them cis dudes that are, you know. Perfect example. My parents go to the Outer Banks in 1990, right? For a week. It rains the entire week. Nine months later, I'm born. You're born. Multiply that by 52 weeks. And a whole country. You're not going to tell me that the the the, 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 the it should be shooting up, shooting up. Yeah, shooting one up. or two things: abortions or or births. Well, they're both probably well. They could both, be, but not nah, they don't. They, abortions down too. Well, they're not saying anything about how the rate has gone up. That's true. I haven't heard that. I'm sure you would have heard that. Yeah, I'm sure that you would have heard Republicans talking about that shit. Hmm. You know, I mean, either way. I mean, abortion did its job either way. They killed millions. Of mostly black and Spanish. Now, did you hear about, this is interesting. Did you hear about the couple that adopted embryos that were frozen? They adopted embryos that were frozen, and then they took the embryos, and they continued them on, and now they have two babies. And they they have pictures of them with the two little babies. There you go, twin nymphs. They were frozen 30 years ago, these eggs. And there they are. The two little babies, right? And they're frozen. You didn't hit the little share sound. Oh, well, it doesn't work anyway. <laughs> the share sound, remember? Yeah, that's right. But either way, I mean, these are babies that they, they were you frozen. Read this? Save the best for last. Top the Billboard 100, Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton was running for the White House. Who's the boss? aired its final episode and the babies born to Rachel and Philip Ridgeway a couple of weeks ago were frozen as embryos. Born on October 31st, Lydia and Timothy Ridgeway were born from what may be the longest frozen embryos to ever result in a live birth, according to the National Embryo Donation Center. The previous known record holder was Molly Gibson, born in 2020 from an embryo that had been frozen for nearly 27 years. Molly took the record from her sister, Emma, who was born from an embryo that had been frozen for 24 years. Bro, okay. I didn't so, know that they did this. Well, I mean, I, I'm not surprised because why would they freeze them then if not to use them again? Or are they well, isn't that, I guess that's so. the whole point. When you freeze semen, you freeze an embryo, right? It's the same thing. Or yeah, no, yeah. isn't an embryo already a, fer- a yeah, fertilized egg? Fertilized. Huh. It's fertile. It's so you can do that with your husband and wife, right? Yeah. You can you can fertilize. But now the question is this. See, here's where it gets crazy. So those two babies were frozen for 30 years. Bro, they should be 30 years old. You know, in other words, they were frozen. That that's a human baby, right? Did you see the human baby? And people go, well, no, it was this, it was cells, it was ever. But a person ain't, ain't an actual full-grown person till like I think twenty or something like that. I think it's even older. Yeah, yeah. the brain doesn't fully develop. I mean, it's it's when the baby comes out, it still can't walk. It still has to grow. You still have to feed it. You still it's have to slow do compared things. to all the other animals. Like you look at a dog, bro. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's slow. So it's, it's still slow. It's slow. Yeah, it's slow. All that really is is a different stage of its life. That's Correct. what it really is. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I'm not trying to get into whether you chicken know, and egg and shit like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's just the beginning. It you know at conception. Yeah. That's once they meet. So they took they took a life, a soul, and put that shit on ice, and put it on ice for thirty years. Along and not for nothing, those are the two that got born alive. Nothing. Refrigerators was- filled with frozen souls. That's crazy, dude. It's wild to put it like that, bro. I mean, that's 
That's just what it is. The first rate yeah, is yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Because that's conception. Conception is that now has a soul. Mm-hmm. The soul is there. It's, the body and everything around that is going to grow, but the soul is there. So the refrigerator is filled with souls, dude. So that's what it comes down to. It's like, it's great that these people were able to have babies. Don't get me wrong. It's, you know, like, obviously they must've had some issue having regular birth. That so what did they love. do? They put the embryo in the girl and the girl they grows put the kid? embryo in the woman, or if the woman can't carry it, they'll have another person carry it. Right, right, right. And surrogate. Then, yeah, surrogate. But, that's, but it's not their blood. I always thought people did that for their own blood. Not like, I didn't know people bought them. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could put a price tag on anything, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, when the couple who created them donated the embryos to the National Embryo Donation Center in Knoxville, hopes another couple might be able to use them. Okay. So that's what it was. The These five were- embryos were refrigerated overnight, specifically up at the tanks to Knoxville. Uh, all right, here's understanding the embryo donation. Here, I'll put this up for people. Because I, I mean, dude, I don't fucking know. You know, I don't know how this process works. Nah, man, it's uh, it's, it's when people undergo crazy. IVF, which is in vitro fertilization. They may produce more embryos than they use. Extra embryos yep. can be cryopreserved, which is frozen for future use. Donated to research. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought a lot well, of training to stem. advance the science. Of I thought a lot of medicine. them stem cells. That's what I thought uh, a lot. Of we donated to people who would like to have children. As with any other human tissue don- donation, embryos must meet certain U.S. FDA administration eligibility guidelines to be donated, including being screened for diseases. So, bro, they can screen you for diseases. Yeah, so if it could have a disease, I would think that's a it's human. It's got DNA, I guess, yeah, right? That's, that's what they're that's checking. A, that's a human thing right there, man. Um, it's a very the American rosy. Society for Reproductive Medicine says application of the uh, term adoption to the embryos is inaccurate, is misleading, and could place burdens upon recipients and should be avoided. Many colloquial call the donor process embryo adoption, but adoption and donation are not one and the same, says this doctor. Uh, Seagull <laughs> Clipstein. So what? It- <laughs> Probably Clipstein. Chicago-based fertility specialist and chair of the American Society of Reproductive Medicine's Ethics Committee. Adoption refers to living children. It's a legal process by which a parent-child relationship is created when it did not previously exist. Embryo donation is a medical procedure. Is the other frame in this shit, bro? Well, yeah, obviously they don't want you to, because that's the thing. If you say adoption, yeah. then you're able to say, well, it's you adopt a live thing. See how right. they, you always got to watch how they Semantics, play with the words. Bro, yeah. Always. It's yeah. always how they play with the words, man. Um, always. Adoption refers to living children. It's a legal process by which a parent-child relationship is created when it did not exist. Okay. Embryo donation and medical procedure. Uh, uh, it's a way by which we take embryos from one couple or individual and then transfer them into another individual in order to build families. The phrase adoption has become wrapped up in a larger cultural debate used predominantly by those in faith-based communities with conservative leanings really so adoptions is is a conservative thing Hmm. no i think using using adoption saying saying adoption oh that 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 yeah yeah, right clipstein says that using donated embryos can often be cost effective for people looking for fertility help as it cuts out the price of looking for store and storing donor and sperm eggs they don't get the genetic connection to the children but they do have much less expensive reproductive option than in vitro fertilization in most most cases <sighs> we just want the ones that have been waiting the longest that doesn't 
They've been waiting. Frozen. Can I can I show you something else that I saw up here too? And that... here's the thing. We don't know. Like we don't know how these children are gonna be when they get older. We don't know They're if keeping them for 30 years. The kids supposed to be 30 years old. Now they're babies. Like we don't know if I wonder how long this has been going on. You know. The first embryo adoption case. But bro, I wanted to show you this donation. Yeah. Well, look at this. So this was an ad on the side, a related article. Some people in the U.S. are rushing to get sterilized after the Roe v. Wade ruling. <sighs> Good. Good. Go get sterilized. You're the idiots that we don't want having children anyway. They're going to get sterilized. I don't even want to, I don't even want to read that article. No, I don't even. That's like, that's like when they came up with that, chicks were like, you know, no sex. They were trying to, they were trying to say no sex for men. You know, like they were going to, they were going to go abstinent. Mm. And it was all the ugly chicks. <laughs> There wasn't one hot chick saying that she was not going to have sex. Not one. They were all these fucking blue-haired, fucking huge, fucking sweaty-looking mammoths. And they were like, we're going to stop having sex. They'd be like, listen, ladies. Listen, ladies. We all need to band together and just stop fucking men. And you're like, but you haven't fucked a man in... How long? Baby? It probably wasn't that hard for them to it do that. It wasn't that hard for them, and it wasn't, and, and it was a favor to all men, you know, like because they didn't want. All right, then don't have sex. I'm gonna get some water. Right here, baby. I got you covered. Oh, you got it down there? Yeah, nice. man. You think I'm gonna let you get up and walk away, man. Yeah. Professionals here, dog. Yeah. I will have to. Man. I will have to take a pistol. He always wants to walk away, man. He always wants antsy. to walk away. I get antsy. <laughs> I get antsy in my pants. <laughs> My dad always says said I was a pest when I was a kid. I'd be like flipping with the radio dials and shit in the car. I believe that. I believe you were probably a pest. Uh, yeah, I was. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. No, I believe that, man. But kids, like I say, having a good kid is you got to work. That that takes work. You know what I'm saying? Having a kid doesn't take a lot of work, but having a good kid, you're gonna have to put in a lot of work for that shit, man. It's like doing 30 years in prison and coming out and going, no one tried to rape me once. It could happen. But I wouldn't bank on it. I'm so excited for the show tonight. I'm, I'm excited to see you on stage. It's probably been over a year since I've seen you perform. No, the last time you were out here. You came to the show. Did I come you? to a show? Yeah, and I didn't do a great job. Mm. Remember, it was good, but it wasn't. You were like, yeah, you are right. But I've seen you back in the day better, which means that that was a horrible job. Yeah. Because I should be better now. But uh, let's see what happens tonight, man. Yeah. Uh, the shows are looking okay, I think. Who else is on the show tonight? Uh, tonight? Let's see, man. Um, tonight we got, we got, let's see who's on the show tonight, the eight o'clock show, I'm headlining, we got Susie Reed, the great, incredible, hysterical Brian Stedman, Buddha the Comedian, and Mike Merck, the host with the most. The host with the most. I do, I honestly, I do, I do enjoy Mike Merck's host. He always runs a good show. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, can't take nothing from that, bro. He runs a great show. He runs a good show. And the 10? And same people on the 10, only Buddha's headlining and I'm doing the bullet. Mm -hmm. And Susie's hosting. That's a cool little app you guys got there. I love this app. It lets you know how many people you got. It lets you know, you know, everything. Nice. So we're almost at 20 for the eight. Right oh, now. really? Great. It's Perfect. five o'clock. So we'll probably have like 40, 30, 40. Yeah. That's a good show. Once you hit 30, it's a good show. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is, man. Yesterday, the the shows were kind of light. The second show was nice. The second show was like 70-something. I, I went out to dinner last night with my girl and her parents. There was nobody out. 
Nobody, right? Yeah, I think everyone's just chilling at home and shit, you know? Like, all stuff from the weekend or whatever. Well, they also know? got mad leftovers. Right, mad leftovers, yeah. No one's, no, no one's, no one's going out to eat. Yeah, I we couldn't find no place to open on Thanksgiving. On the road, all I found was, uh, what did I did? Wife, Waffle House. Oh, they were open? That was my Thanksgiving dinner, Waffle What'd you get? Waffles? Two eggs. No, I never get the waffles. Waffles. They're good, know. though. Man, the food isn't <laughs> good, man. You don't like the hash browns? The food really is. I good. like the hash browns though. It's consistent. And it's fast food. And that's weird how you can find consistent when it's eggs and shit like that. Like no matter where you go, they still taste the same. It's the um, same grease, same oil. Yeah, they, they ship them from place to place. That place is definitely the worst. We went to one one time that had a fucking security guard. A Waffle House with a security guard. Dude. Where was it? Um, that would have been a major red flag for me not to eat at that Waffle House. Because what happened that they needed the security they guard? They said people would be wilding at night because it's the only thing open. Uh, so everybody spills in there after the bar shut down. I forgot uh, where we were. I think we might have been in Indiana. I don't even know. Indiana or Ohio. One of those spots. You ever seen there. a fight break out at a food establishment? Um, like, like, Nah, I've never. So I was in, I was in Philly one night. Wow, well, like, I would like to, but I've never. I I was in a fight in a food establishment. Me and my son got into it the first time we ever got into a fight. Me and him oh, oh, with each other, with each other. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What place was I, it? I don't like to talk about it. Uh, I don't know the name of the place, but I know I never went back. <laughs> we were throwing each other through tables and shit. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you don't gotta get into that. Yeah, it was. It's funny now because you know it happened back in the day. It was fucked up and it happened, but now um, I'm about it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in college and we went to visit some friends like in Philly, and we went out to like a house party or whatever. And there's a cheesesteak place that was open till like four in the morning. So we get down there, and the setup was weird. That like, imagine the room was a big rectangle, and then there was a smaller rectangle that was the kitchen in the middle. Okay. So there's tables all around. Yeah, right? I get it. Uh, and then it was a big place too. Like there's probably a hundred, 150 tables in this bitch yeah. and there's, it's packed. Right. So I mean, a cheesesteak, my boy, we're all sitting in the booth and we noticed this kid's John at the cook. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> dude, this is about to get crazy, bro. He's yelling at the cook, bro. Like, I don't even know what he was saying, but he was just, just cursing him out. Right? Fucking people in there. Your meal came out fucked up. Just telling the meal came out fucked up and order another meal, man. Bro. He jumps across the counter. Never a good mind you. This is this is in this is in Philly near near St. Joe's. It's just it's in Philly. So all you got to really never a good thing to do. All you got to know is everybody in behind there, the cooks are all Philly cats (laughs) because you know no one's driving to get to that restaurant job. Like they're from the neighborhood. Yeah. And this dude went back there, bro, and it was the biggest mistake he ever made in his life. You never see those videos where they do that in Chinese restaurants, and then the whole fucking kitchen just picks up cleavers. You never seen that shit? And the dude instantly regrets jumping over. Or even Wendy's. When they jump over the counter at Wendy's and it's all chicks back there and they all grab pipes and start beating motherfuckers with pipes and fucking skillets and all hot kinds oil. of shit. Yeah. yeah they're hot oil on them. It's not, a, it's not wise to jump over that fucking counter, dog. Dude, he went, bro. And we, yo, we were just sitting there and we just kept fucking eating. Just watch this dude get wailed behind the counter, bro. And he tossed his ass out. As he should. As he should have gotten. It was, a great, it, was a great, it was a great day. I love to see a kitchen come together <laughs> and, and do what they got to do. You and I got to say, my cheesesteak was excellent. It wasn't a bad cheesesteak. Well, yeah, it was right. Delicious. Even if it was fucked up, dude, you just fucking order another one. There's a hundred people there, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, rest, I don't even know how people open restaurants, man. Mm. They are so fucking hard to run, man. 
When I opened that restaurant, the first thing I thought was I'll never do this again. <laughs> and I didn't even have no what kind of restaurant was it? I didn't have no financial, like I, I I didn't put no money into it. He just bought me on board, gave me half of it. So help me know, run the shit. Help him run it and do the right. shit and help him get it up and running, which I did. And then I gave back my ownership because I, I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> it's 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 so much. Just even get it open. Yeah. Just to get it open, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like just to get it open. Especially in New York. The place didn't make it. So since it didn't make it, I could say it now. It used to be a fucking um <laughs> the place used to be a mortuary. <gasps> they used to they used to bomb bodies. No wonder it didn't there. work, bro. Who would want to go eat there? <laughs> Everybody. It was a great place. The food was delicious, man. But I guess they had a bad omen. You know, I guess all the dead spirits, you know, smelling all that food got upset. That they couldn't order it. I don't know, but it was, it's it's horrible. It's a weird joke. It's horrible to open a restaurant, dude. These people come in, they're putting fucking temperatures and everything. If it's one degrees off, uh, the whole thing gets thrown out. Yeah, one degree off, like one degree off, man. Come on, it's it's insane, and it really is about money too. At the end, well, of the from day. the state, right? Yeah, from the state and the city. It's all about money, man. Yep. You got fines, money, fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all. You well, need we, got, to do we got it. We got an A. We, we did get an A, which I don't even know how we managed to do that. But now you got that A, and you got to like fucking stay on top. I mean, yeah. it's fucking hard, yo. And it's and and like the thing is, say you just open for dinner at five, you got someone in there at like eight or nine prepping for dinner, dude. We were open all day. Yeah, oh, it was so hard. We opened did bread. Well, we opened at eleven. Mm. We opened at lunch. But yeah. we were in there at like nine in the morning, eight. Mm. And I used to do, I did like, I could open my own restaurant now because I did everything. I did the shopping. I did everything. I ran the back kitchen. I did deliveries. Well, What's for all the bike. work you could, you could open your own restaurant? Oh, I'd make other people do it, but I know it needs to be done. <sighs> gotcha. You know, and I've done it. So I could say I've done it. Like yeah. I, I, I owned the place and I was delivering food on the fucking little motorcycles in the snow. Did you have did you have your mittens tied up in the, the snow? Handle? They had the mittens on the handle things. Those shits are great. They look like shit, but they're great. They gotta be incredible. Oh, they're incredible. They keep you warm. But dude, I almost killed myself so many times riding that little fucking motor on the snow. We was like on the snow in New York City in the streets, back shit sliding out. I own the fucking place, and I'm doing these deliveries. Fucking insane. And fight, that's how bad. And fighting for my tips. Is. Yeah, turn that motherfucker. That's my tip, motherfucker. What are you crazy? You better up that shit. Yeah, opening a restaurant, man. After I own one, I have a lot more patience now. For being at a restaurant? For being at oh, yeah, I have a lot more patience because it, it really is a shitty, shitty... And work, even if you own it, man, it's yeah, so hard. Even if you work in one, you understand what those people got to go through. Because there's so many sacks of shit out there and they all go out to eat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's a horrible thing. It really is, man. Everything is. I've no. You want to know what I noticed, man? It's just on some other thing. I was thinking about like when you look at like what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest problems that we face today, as as just as a people, and when I say as a people, I mean that's in our nation. You know, mm -hmm. whatever's going on outside is going on outside. But in trying to make America, for what it's worth, a great place, there's no. Like, even back in the day, I never really trusted the government. I don't think a lot of people did, but I think some people probably more than others now than they do now. Right. Some people still trusted the government. But there was kind of like a, a thing that we all believed. You understand what I'm saying? It was we, a believed in a, thing. we believed in America, bro. Yeah, we believed that there was freedom. Right. We believed that we were better than everybody else. Right. 
we believe we that, had it uh, better too. And there was a goal for everybody. Right. The goal was kind of the same for everybody to find someone, you know, that you love, settle down, have some children, support that family. You know, that was the American value. Yeah, that sure. was the value. And we all kind of shared that. Now there's nothing shared. There's no focus of like what it is we want to do or who it is we want to be as a nation. You yeah, you're right, saying? bro. I mean, it is the even, country divided. Even when you take, and the thing is, no one's offering, forget about solutions to the problem. No one's offering a goal to get to, in a sense. Like, all right, you look at the left. The left is completely insane. Nobody wants to go down the road of blowjobs on the street and people drinking urine right in front of you. And you Not you know, right in front of me. No, no, not right. Nobody, nobody wants to go down that road. No, not right in front of me. And that's what they want. Nobody wants to see our children walking around where they can't have children anymore, which is what they're doing. They're creating children that can't have children so that, once again, they lower the amount of people that are in this fucking world. I guarantee you they're not going to do that to their kids. I guarantee you one day kids come out and says, mom, dad, I'm this or I'm that. They're not going to go and get them surgically castrated. Guaranteed, they're gonna, they're gonna, well, we'll wait it out. Surgical castration shit is fucked up, bro. It, it's insane. It's insane. But, but, but they sit there. So now, what the Republicans are running on is being against what they're doing, which is a great thing to run on. You know, it's a great thing to run on. Be against all that shit. We don't want that shit. But okay, we're against that. But what is the goal? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, what is it we're trying to? What is it that we could all at least look at and say, that's a goal we should all strive for so that we all share some sort of common interest? Mm-hmm. See, back in the day, I felt like as an American, just being an American, we all kind of shared a common interest. Right. And I could be wrong. No, man. I but mean, it I... just kind of felt that way. It felt like, like, you know, for me, my attitude was, okay, I'm American. My job is to find a job that I can live off of, be happy, live off of. You so know, what, what changed? <sighs> Did what did 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 the goal we were working towards change, or did the 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 did the mask that that was the goal become uncovered? The the curtain got opened up, and even though they try to say don't pay no attention to the guy behind the curtain, you can't. The Wizard of Fucking Oz, bro. You can't help but be like, but I see the guy behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then you hear the guy behind the curtain talking, and you're like, yo, what? What's he saying? What changed? I'll tell you what changed, man, is that they impeded on my lifestyle beyond the laws. Like the only time the government ever really impeded in my life or came into my life was because I won't lie. I was breaking a law. Correct. Same, same, same for me. Also, you know, there, there were laws that were established, that, established that, that we knew of. These are established laws. And I knew full well that if I got stopped and I got caught with this shit, the government yeah. is then allowed to intervene into my life. Yeah. I used to believe that as long as you lived without breaking those laws, that the government not could not, just would not intervene in your life. Right. I always knew they could. Right. But I felt like if you're living your life, you're not getting you're nothing your, from them. Yeah. You're not collecting nothing from the government right. at all. You're paying taxes. You're paying your taxes. Yep. And you're not breaking any laws. Yep then they would leave you the fuck alone and let you live your life. Mm-hmm. Free, to an extent, free. And that changed, bro. And that changed. That that's changed. something I've had conversations with family that's, members. That's where it changed. It changed when, when I turned on the television, they said, gee, you can't go to work tomorrow. Not only can you not go to work tomorrow, but you can't go out and eat. You can't go to no clubs. 
the fact we don't want you seeing your parents. We don't want you, you know, seeing your friends. We don't. I mean, I still want. I still did. Whoever was down to chill, I still chilled with. I've, I, I, I was, I was talking with somebody that's really you know. close to me the other day, and I phrased it to him like this. So, you believe that the pharmaceutical industry is in it for the dollar, right? And everyone pretty much can unanimously agree that the pharmaceutical companies aren't here to benefit us. Well, I mean, like, what, drug, not, what drug dealer was ever in it for anything less than the money? Of course. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Ever. That's all it is. Yeah. They deal drugs. Yeah, it's drugs. You know, drugs. And they're, they deal drugs, the pharmaceutical drugs. kind of drugs. Right. So. Because there's no, like, if, a, if you buy coke or someone or heroin and that person kills you with the heroin and kills someone up, they're going to arrest that dude. They're going to find out who's selling that heroin. They're going to arrest them. Mm-hmm. He will pay the consequences for fucking up his clients. It's not going to happen with. Pfizer or Moderna or any of those other places, they're not going to pay no consequences. No, no. So, no. so what I was saying is, okay, so now, so now we've established, and then I also, uh, Oxycontin, right? So Oxycontin got a special label that they could put on the oxys that was never given to any drug before. And I'm pretty sure it was non-habit forming. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Oxycontin FDA special label. Uh, go to images oh yeah it'll pop right up the labels mm. or even go deeper put in non uh put in non uh habit forming it's all about the words dog yeah you know. I'm just trying to find. Can they see us looking on the screen? Right yeah, now? probably. <laughs> we'll be like, looking no, at this. No, no, no. I mean, if they change the label, you probably uh, won't find a picture of it. Uh, safe and effective. Add black box warning. Uh, FDA says benefits of oxy outweigh the risk. Citizen petition. Yeah, revised oxycontin label. Um, because they said it was not happy for safe and effective. That's what they said. Yeah, safe and effective. Well, I mean, it was effective. It's very effective. It's very effective. I would dare to say the most effective out of anything else I've ever tried. Never. never I think I did do it, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's I good. I did do it, and I didn't that's like very it. Fun. Well, so okay, so like, I didn't even like morphine. Well, morphine's better in my opinion. Well, no, stronger. I, I liked it, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it because when they gave it to me, I could literally feel it going through my veins. From the spine? Down. No, they gave it to I felt it like just from my arm, going up my arm. I right. felt it like it felt like a coolness. My whole body got cold. I did not like that feeling at all. But then. I'm surprised. And then you but felt then, the then I was fucking high like a motherfucker, son. I was just cracking jokes. They was digging in my shit, trying to find veins. And I was just, I didn't care. It, it was cool. It was cool. I just didn't like it. I, it's not something I could get into a lot. Well, the problem is, is it's all you ever want to do. And that's why it's like the crazy. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. I mean, you know, to, good for you, bro. I'm happy was, that that's the was, case because I don't want to lose little, you like it that. It was a little scary, man. Yeah, it's strong, bro. It's very, very powerful. It shit. Very strong. I was very and, high. And, and I will say this. I've done very pretty much any drug that you could possibly think of minus some psychedelics, but any street drug. I've done multiple times over and there's really nothing more powerful than the crack rock and then the heroin. Those two. The crack. Yeah. 
I didn't care for crack either. I did smoke a lot of it, but I didn't care for it. You know, but it's free. If it's free, yeah. you know, smoke them if you got them. Although you got them, yeah. But anyway, free. what I'm getting back to, but was, yeah, that was, wasn't was, a hard thing. Was the to the, like the, not do the crack? Yeah. It wasn't hard for me to not do crack. So the the yeah. the pharmaceutical companies, right? We've already established that they want to make money, right? So crack is one of those things when someone says they're quitting. You're not like why. You know what I'm saying? Like when people tell me they're not smoking weed no more, I'm always like, why? Yeah. Like why? You know, I can understand if you smoke weed and you don't do anything and you're just one of those people that sit on the couch and do nothing. Um, but chances are you start smoking weed, now you're just a person who sits on the couch and you just don't do anything all day right. long. But um, when someone that I see is like, you know, they get around, they're like, I'm gonna start smoking. I'm like, why? And then they go, well, you know, because you know, I just want, you know, I go about my health or whatever. I'm just like. First of all, weed is healthy. I don't care what anybody says. <clears throat> As I cough up my weed, the life. benefits outweigh the risks. The benefits outweigh the risks. Just like oxycodone. Yeah. So you just want to live stressful. You're like, <laughs> fuck it. I just want to be stressed. I just live under the but, but crack. You're like, yeah, don't do that shit though. Because crack is stress. Crack is horrible. <laughs> crack is stress. I don't even understand. Like, like I mean, I. It's the head change, dog. I mean, That's I what mean, it is. It, but you know what? It's, it's a the whole blast. thing. I don't like drugs. Where doing drugs is the high. I got you. I understand that. You know I, yes. Like doing yes. drugs. Like if yes. me and you were going to hang out and smoke crack, we're not smoking crack and going to hang out. We're hanging out smoking crack. We're hanging out to smoke crack. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to have crack right here. We're both going to take hits. We're going to talk mad shit, put on some movies, walk around a little bit, look out a couple of peepholes, then come back and take another hit. And then, you know, do that for the, the next room, six hours. Do that shit for like a day. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a week if it's really good. For a week, we, we sit in money. here. Yeah. yeah, we got enough money. We're here for a week. We just keep looking out the windows, hiring the shades, pulling down the shades. By the third day, the shades don't even go up, which is popping up. <laughs> and like, that's all we're doing. And the only time we leave this house is because we ran out of crack and we want to get more crack to come back here and chill and smoke crack. I prefer shit like, you know, that you do it and you're down to do other things. Correct. You know, in other words, you're doing other things on that. Right. Doing that ain't the main thing. Like, I'm not just smoking weed. Right. I'm doing something and I'm smoking weed while I'm doing something or tripping. Or I mean, dude, I whatever. did heroin. I did a lot of things, bro. I don't understand how, dude. Well, because you got to move, you know? That's the thing. I never really see them moving. I never, even though nowadays I see them moving a lot more. Nowadays, I, I, I see dudes, dudes, you know, kind of coming in a little, but I don't know if that's heroin or if they're, you know, what they're on it's hard to tell but they are moving around a lot more than they used to you think so the crackheads well not the crackheads always move i'm talking the about the, the heroin yeah, the heroin the heads aren't like just nodding anymore it's probably because they're doing a crack they're like too. moving and nodding mm. it's like a move nod the bob bob and weave. It's like a, yeah it's like a <laughs> it's like the head is down with the feet are moving told you i saw this dude nodding and driving yo two yeah. times i saw him which means he's out here yo if you're in Atlantic City, be careful. Yeah. Because these dudes is nodding. Both times, he luckily, he nodded at the light. Uh, I've seen that happen before, bro. And then he opened up his eyes when someone knocked on the window and just drove. I'm like, that's not good, man. I mean, a nod is basically like you're almost overdosed. That's what a, that's what the nod is. It's like You're almost out, dog, you know? What's past the nod is an OD. <laughs> but I thought they all nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the nod is like the big fucked up, but when you're like when you're like about to pass out, bro, like you're you're out. You know what I'm saying? There's there's the nod where you're like high and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm fucked up. But then I'm saying like the next step, if you do a little bit more to where you're not nodding, you're 
your nod. I don't it's think any other podcast has given more information about heroin than our podcast has. We have a lot of information about heroin on our podcast. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Isn't it good that you're still here with us, though, man? Look how good he looks, man. He's living proof that you can... Right, you know, I didn't push it down. That, that if you, you can change it, your life, bro. That you if can. You, that if you, oh, I was going to say that if you do it at the right ages, you can still keep all your teeth. But uh, <laughs> that's not normally the case, man. Nah. You know? And the body is fucking resilient, bro. You know? And, and that was it. I, I was from 18 to 20... I got 20, 27, 17, 26. 18 to 26. Eight years, bro. Yeah. Hard as fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's about the ages, right? That yeah. everyone kind of starts to come out a little bit. I mean, I and it's either that, that or they die, you know, at well, that I mean, point. Not necessarily. Well, her- heroin, heroin. Well, yeah, heroin, crack, you know, all those heavy things I just don't have time for, man. Well, they take a lot of time. They're, they're, it's a commitment, you know? It's really a commitment, you know? I mean, I'm basically, you know, it's, it was, a, it's, a, it's a doctoral program, you know, it's eight years. Yeah, I mean, but you got to be committed. Like my neighbors, they were committed to doing the drugs, not paying their bills. Right. So they're out there still, I'm pretty sure, committing to the drugs. And not the bills. And not the bills, which means they are out there, out there. See, I don't know, man. I can never do so much drugs that I can't pay my bills because then I'm doing drugs outside. And nothing sucks more than doing drugs outside when you don't want to. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I want to have a nice warm house to get high in. This way we could chill and smoke crack. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just smoking crack. There's no chilling. Where's the chilling? You're outside fucking basing all day. It's got to be stressful. I don't get it. It's very stressful, bro. I don't get it. I don't get why people live the way they live, but then who am I to judge? It's so bizarre to me, too, that you can flip. Like, my life is 180 degrees completely different from what it was eight years ago, you know? Yeah. Well, not, I mean, even five, you know? Almost six. Even you know? three years ago, everyone's life has flipped crazy. But no, yeah. But I understand what you're saying. For me, like, even you more can, so since I got yeah, clean, dude. I mean, like I went from can, smoking you crack. Can literally market. change your life. Yeah. I At mean, any I point, lived... dude, you just stop. One day I just stopped. Yeah. I don't know what it was. You know, and it's never, God, you know. And it's never too like doesn't even matter how old like I've remember how we were just saying, like today we live like three acts. Like it was like almost three acts. I feel that way about like my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've lived four lives right now, literally, because I had lost, had to start again, lost, had to start again, mm-hmm. lost, and now starting again. That's great, and, bro. That's and awesome. it's like, but in each of those times, I always thought that was it. Right. Like when I got married and I hit 20 years, I said, this is it. This is, this is my life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I thought. I said, this is going to be my life. And I was like, not even 40, going to be 40. And I'm like, this. wow, this is my life. This is, all right, I did good. I got my family, my wife. I'm working a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't make it into music. That's fine. You know, if I ever decided to dabble back again, maybe I'll dabble. You know what I'm saying? But, right. like, I was very content with this is my life. And then that got cut. Mm-hmm. Died. Like, I always say, like, I, I joke a lot about divorce, but divorce really is a death. It feels like a death. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. And uh, so that died, and I had to start up again and realize it was this whole new life. So I started doing the music again and getting heavy into the music, thinking, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then the comedy came along. And now I'm doing comedy and I'm like, all right, this is it. But then the more I watch these things and 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 I hear certain things around me, I feel like, nah, I feel like comedy is actually preparing me for something else. But I do know that I'm I'm not uh, dumb enough to know that this might not be it. 
Mm-hmm. There could be a lot more life. A life, there's a lot of life in a very short amount of time mm-hmm. to be lived. You know, if you, and, and I'm a person that hasn't even taken advantage of my time. You have though. Now, like right. now, people right. wonder why, why I always want to work, why I get mad. Like yesterday, I didn't see my name on, on the list to perform. Oh, you're probably mad, it's right? It's Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. I want to get out yeah, there and you want fucking the perform. Yeah, you want the ball, bro. And you're like, the why are you bugging? Because I called up with an attitude. I didn't have to. It was a misunderstanding. But of course, I'm bugging out like, yo, what the fuck? It's Saturday. I want to be back in the day. I would have been like day off. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like I wasted a lot of time playing video games mm-hmm. and doing nothing. A lot of time. I'd say 20s, complete 20s. Right. And no, and mind you, I got signed to Epic Records in my 20s. I, I I did a lot of things in my 20s. You know what I'm saying? And there's still a lot of nothing in there, too. There's so much nothing. Mm-hmm. If I would have committed to the music, like the way, like I didn't go full into music. I probably right. gave music 10%. I got signed to Epic, giving it 10%. Right. right. If I would have gave it 100%, right. who knows what the fuck would have happened. You know what I'm saying? But then again, I also wasn't allowing them to groom me. Right. Which I didn't know at the time that that's, that's what, what they, they were doing. doing. Yep. But my natural instinct was, nah. You know, the rebel in me was always like, nah. You know, it's funny how, like, as you get older, you realize, like, when I think about me in school, I used to, I used to think I was a bad student. No, I was a great thinker. Mm-hmm. And I saw what it was. You know what I'm saying? I saw, like, I was good in the things I needed to know. Mm-hmm. You know, like spelling, English, math. I was able to pass in those things. But when it came to like history and and whatever other subjects they were trying to teach me, a lot of times it's because I didn't connect with the teacher. But then it's also a thing of I kind of realized the whole thing of you're going to work in a, you know, I didn't even know. But they were like, you're going to work in the fucking warehouse across the street. They always used to threaten me with that. Oh, you talk too much. You're going to work in the warehouse across the street. They made more money than the teachers. Mm hmm. So isn't that like if so? What's wrong if I work across the street? You know, isn't that what you're training me to do? Right. To be a good worker. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to know that as a kid too, bro, is crazy. Well, I didn't know I knew. Uh, I didn't right. know I knew. It. Yeah, but well, I look back at it now and I say, oh, that's why you did it. That's why I didn't right. conform. Right. Because my spirit has always been a non-conformist right. spirit. That's how I always felt about like sports, bro. Like I remember like being at like practice or like you know playing any sort of those games, and I was just like. Like the like, I had fun playing the well, see, game, the but all is, the other organization and stuff around it, I was like, "Yo, this is nah." See, I'm not gonna lie, that's what's weird about me. Like, I'm totally into the whole team shit. Yeah, like I love being on yeah on I'm sports not, that yeah, was that was you know playing for something. Yeah, like, in other yeah, words, yeah league. I, I never. But but here's the thing: although I love doing it, and I'm a great person having a team because I believe right. in team, and I believe we're only as good as the weakest person. Right. And I know what it is to be on a team. Once that went into something. Like, thank God it never did. But as right. you start to get into like, you know, like, you know, you start going into the colleges or whatever. Then they got these like, uh, what do they call that? Like, almost like, like the showcases and stuff like that. No, like the stuff that you did when you was um uh, fraternity. Fraternity. Yeah, it's like, like where they yeah, have yeah, those, yeah. Uh, what are hazings? Hazings, yeah. They do they, the hazings. college too, yeah. I'm not a hazing type of dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a dude that's going to do that extra like crazy shit to be a part of something mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if i'm part of it i'm gonna give whatever it takes to win but within my morals in other words i've never been that the whole team's doing it now you got done then i'm off that See, team. and i and i liked i like that i'm the, off that team that's this. why i never did good in gangs or any of that shit right yeah. you know what i'm saying because i'm not that dude like like just because i'm in a gang with you well who you know let's we got a role on this dude what happened he fucked me up well who started 
What you mean, who started, son? Yeah, well, it matters because if you were talking shit and he fucked you up, then you kind of deserved it, dog. Now, why right. do I got to go and get into that fucking... Right, 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 right. Because you ran your fucking mouth. Right. I'll back you up if you're getting beat up in front of me. Oh, if you get beat up in front of me, I'll ask the question after that. <laughs> yeah. You know, after that, I'm going to ask what happened. Right. You know, but while it's going, you know, if I come out of a building and I see you in the fight... I'm jumping in and swinging, even if you were wrong. Right. I don't know that till after we get in the right. car, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, what happened?" You're like, oh, I should say something. I shouldn't have said, dog. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I told that dude been walking to the bottom of my balls. I said, "Did you know?" No, you just walking by, and I said it. All right. Well, I feel bad, but I didn't know that at the time. Um. Damn. What What the fuck were we talking about? Why? How do we get onto that? <laughs> What were we talking about? Uh, this is a beautiful time to just say children, say no to drugs. Um, <laughs> my brain and what it used to be. What do you want from me? Man? Um, what do you want from me? I don't remember what we were just talking oh, about. How there's like no main. Is that what we're talking about? How like there's nothing to actually like look forward to, to work toward that we can look at. Oh, we're talking about the of. team. I had a point I wanted to make oh, about the team. Uh, yes. Point I wanted to make about yes. the team. So I, I right. liked being on a team. I liked the camaraderie. I liked practice. What I never understood was. And I liked being a part of something that everyone else wasn't. Like, in other words, you're a little yeah, like special. Too, I'm on the team. Yeah, you're yeah, not. You you walk, the, yo, you, you go to school, you wear the jersey. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It makes you feel important. Yeah, like, that's just yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, And it's cool that you're a part of something that other people either find interesting or they want to be a part of and aren't. Yeah. So it's just like you you, you earned something and it's a visible thing that you can show off to people. But what I didn't get was how upset people would get about losing. I'm like, dog, why do you care that some motherfucker from the other town, like, like, like it, it's... This is just a silly game, bro. Like you're worried about some silly fucking game, dog. Like nah, that's what like, made you differ. Yeah, I was like, you're cr like, I, and it doesn't, it differ. doesn't stop me from wanting to be great, but I don't get the emotional reaction because I don't care what the fuck. Like they beat me. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't, never bothered me. Nah, you know? the drives home, man, were quiet after a, a loss from like a championship. Uh, or a of course, bro. It was of a, course. But then you know, then at the next day, I, it's not like I sulked for a week. I was upset. Right. I just because I gave my all and I failed. Yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. There's just something about and that. There's that something I just... about failure that people don't want around. No, failure is what makes success. Right. Failure is what brings about success. Can't so enjoy without to, pain. To be, to be truly successful, you have to to go through failure mm -hmm. and and not let that failure stop you. And that's what makes you successful eventually. You know, so that's the problem with today. Like, like I, I think if you're gonna play, play to fucking win. Right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I hear yes, you. If right? I don't win, I'm gonna be fucking upset, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I got banned from so many games as a coach. I believe that. Yeah. As a coach, screaming and yelling and going at fucking... The ump. The, the umps, refs. dude. Yeah, the, the refs. The umps. The refs. Yo. You don't even know. My team boycotted one time because they tried to kick me out for the whole season. Really? And my team said, we won't play then if they don't bring back Coach G. Coach G. Yeah. I had to go there, sit down with them and tell them to play. I was like, listen, they're not bringing me back, man, but you never played for me. I coach for you. And I gave him one last big speech about, you know, if you really want to make me proud, go out there and fucking win this fucking championship because that's what I taught y'all to do. Fucking win. They lost the championship. And I was upset because I know if I was there, we would have won. Mm -hmm. We would have won if I was there. But, you know, they made it to the championship. Right. 
God, look at the little bit of victories, right? No, yeah, yeah, for sure. You can't, you can't sit there and just say it's all the way. I mean, sometimes you get it. outplayed, you know? You made it to, we made it to the championship. It was fear that, that beat us both times. The first time it was fear because I had a little team. Small people. They were little, you know, they were little. We had like two like ballers, but the rest were like little, but they played as a team and we would win. Pure will. But then when we played uh, the last team, man, I forgot. I forgot what the name was. Christ, the, was it Christ the King? I can't remember. There was all just big black kids. The whole team was uh, big, and they were all black. And we played in their home, and they had cheerleaders underneath our fucking basket. You know, doing all this basketball, shit. basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing all this shit right underneath the basket. So for the first half, my team got very intimidated, which had me pissed, man, because I saw that they were just playing intimidated. We were down by thirty points in the half. You know what I'm saying? With one half to go. It's getting smoked. We lost by four points. Damn. So what that means that it could have been you? a blowout. It could have been a blowout after the speed. What does that tell you? Yeah, it could have been. It should have been. That's what I reminded out. them afterwards. I said, "Listen, man, you're gonna sit here and say whatever. I feel you. You let yourselves down. Yeah. You know, me personally, I'm let down that we didn't win. Right. But the way you played that second half, you didn't let me down. Right. I said, think crazy. about it for a second. Yeah. I said, just think about it. We were down by over 30 points. Right. We we lost by four points. Yeah. That means that whole second half was us. Yeah, you outscored them tremendously. Tremendously. Because yeah. it took them two quarters to get 30. We did that shit in one. I think I forgot how, we, how, how the game went, but whatever. We lost by four fucking points. I said, if you weren't intimidated in that first half. Right. And that means they were also shutting them down in addition to scoring. And it's in addition to scoring. Right. I said, if you would have had that same passion and belief in yourself that you did in the end of the game, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the game, we'd be walking home with the trophy. Right. Right. We would have been walking home with the trophy. You chose fear over what you had to do. Man, it is a choice, bro. It is a choice. Because all you have to do, it's it's like what I was saying before about like how when I when I stopped doing heroin, like yeah, a lot of things happened. But one day I stopped doing it and never started again. Yeah. And you can just change. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that have to happen. My family, my dad yeah. picking me up, going to rehab, all that shit. But it was, it was, you know. And then sometimes you would have, dude, I was doing a lot of Adderall out here. <laughs> a lot. I was doing a lot of Adderall, dude, just to get on on TV, just to get on, you know, it, it was a it was a cycle That's because good. because I'd be up all night thinking, right. doing gigs in my head. Right. You know, coming up with shit that I only forget the next day. Right. I should have wrote it down. But then the next day being exhausted, and then the Adderall again. come up to come and it was a vicious cycle. And then one day I just I just stopped. Didn't even think about it. I didn't have any. You know what I'm and saying? You don't get anymore. So I think I tried, and it was like, you know, for a while it was like one of those droughts where right. nobody I knew could get it, and then I just stopped. Stop. You know, then one day they were like, "Yo, we got the Adderall," and I was like, "I haven't done that shit in months, man. Please, I don't, yeah. I don't want to go back to doing that shit." I mean, I, I loved it when I first did it. I haven't done it in so long that if I did it now, I'd probably love it. You know what I'm saying? Because it would probably feel like the first time I did it now because it's been so long. Since I did it, because I remember the first time I did Adderall, I loved. It just made me. I just want to make this completely clear to all of our viewers: speed is the best drug of all the drugs. It's. Eh, I like all my drugs with a little speed in it. It's so maybe it's right. Maybe what he's saying. It's speed. Speed is the best. But what is speed? Speed. (laughs) You know when you get like like if you want to go get speed, what are you buying? Oh, crystal meth. Oh no no no! I fuck you! I fuck with you, dog. 
Oh, crystal bath. I fucking... I'm sorry. Amphetamine salts, Adderall. Speed, bro. Speed. It's speed. speed. Yeah. It's speed. The yeah. speed that Adderall is is just nice and clean speed. And meth, crystal is meth it, is, is, is dirty, dirty ass. Well, to tell you the truth, I've watched fucking, I've watched my views on fucking, uh, what was it, Drugland? Drugs Inc. Drugs Inc. When they're making the fucking meth in the seven up bottle, they got to keep opening it to let the air out. Yeah. See, anybody shake it too much, it just blow up in their face, I'm sure. Well, so what you're talking about is peanut butter meth. That's like biker, that's like biker meth. That's one method of making it. I've done that, right? I'm sure. But the meth that I usually did was Mexican clear, which is like 90% pure, pure meth. The meth that they, that they got out in Cali and they got out West, like the, the real uh, Mexican shit, it ain't dirty, dog. <laughs> it ain't dirty at all. And it's super cheap. I mean, man. Don't do drugs. Not me, man. It distorts you. It fucks you up. That's what happens when you start at 18. Well, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna start, you might as well start at 18. If you made it past, if you're past 20 and never did no real crazy drug, don't. Right. That's my advice to you. Don't. You're not missing anything. Yeah, but if you're 16, you're listening to this podcast. But if you're 16, you're listening to this podcast, man. You know, you got some things to do. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you to do drugs. I mean, I would not do drugs if I was you. Never. You know, especially if you're 16. Never. (laughs) Ask your mom what Bukaki is. There's a story. I fucking, my listeners out there, you get a kick out of this. We did a show. The second show in North Carolina had a 10-year-old kid in there named, I want to say, was it Blaine? It was, uh, it was like, it was long as Blake. Blainly. No, was it Blakely? Blakely. Blakely. Fucking Blakely. The kid's name was Blakely. And they had him at the show. She knows that. She's getting beat up, dog. I didn't even find his name, but, but. It was me, Zach, and uh, and uh, Ray. And Ray goes up, and he doesn't want to be dirty because the kid's there, so he's talking to the kid the whole time. And of course, Zach goes up. He doesn't really. Zach's saying some dirty shit, but he's talking to the kid a lot. He's you know, kind of thrown off by the kid. They actually almost left, and I was like, I hope they don't leave. So then, when I went up, I said, I said, "Hey, Blakely, my job tonight is to make you go home and ask your parents a lot of questions." And I said, and the first question I want you to ask him is when you're driving home in the car and it gets real quiet, just say, mommy, what's a bukkake? You're sick, dog. And through the whole set, I just kept going, Blakely, Blakely, bukkake. Don't forget it, bukkake. I know that kid asked. Oh, had to. And what do you think that mother said? I think they told him. You think they told him? I mean, they have to Today's be interesting. They have to be interesting parents to to bring them to a show I like think that. They told them. You want to know what's disturbing? There's a book out, and I don't know if we'll be able to find it or whatever, whether it's important or not. You can look for. I mean, you guys got to learn to do some research for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a book out right now about how to like bring your children up so that they, they don't see sex. And this is what I say when they're trying to sexualize children, where they don't see sex as a problem, and basically, it's parents. They're telling parents to leave their door open when they're having sex so that the kids could walk by and see them having sex. And then even go as far as to say you could even have you could even have. Uh... Oh, wait, go to that Daily Wire one, because that could be the book that I'm talking about. No, that's not in here to the Daily Wire, actually. 
I didn't hear it through the Daily Wire. And it says even till actually I could have. Yeah, go back to that one. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. A oh. sex ed book tells parents. Oh, here, hold on. Let me put it up for our viewers. I almost forgot we were recording the fucking show. <laughs> Just hanging out talking. Uh all right, leftists have long been obsessed with sexualizing children. And, and by the way, this is from the American Thinker, so uh whatever. Break man, what's going on? Breaking down a child's boundaries is the best way to gain control over that child and absorb the child into the state for the first decade dude what is this why does he keep doing this shit bro oh they had to read it there you go for the first decades of american leftism leftists leftists were coy about that that policy now the leftists believe the wind is at their back and schools are actively forcing transgenderism on kids and at least one sex education book there's an explicit suggestion that kids join mom and dad in bed. Yeah, that they sit them in it the is, bed next to them. It isn't just a random throwaway line to say that leftists see sexualizing children as an important part of agenda. Agenda. Spiegel International wrote about what happened on the German left in the 1960s and 70s. One of the goals of the Germany German 1968 movement, a hard left political and social movement, was the sexual liberation of children. For some, this meant overcoming all sexual inhibitions, creating a climate which even pedophilia was considered progressive. Snip. So it cuts something out. Uh, the educators' notes indicate they placed a very strong emphasis on sex education almost every day. The students played games that involved taking off their clothes, reading porno magazines together, and pantomiming intercourse. <laughs> uh, according to the records, a sex exercise was conducted on December 11th and a fucking hour on january 14th and a, and a fuck hour on a fu fuck hour or a fucking hour could be on uh, january 14th an entry made on november 26 reads in general by lying there were repeatedly provoked openly or in a hidden way sexual innuendos to which they were then expressed in pantomimes which kurt and rita performed together on the table as a stage in front of us yeah that was the yeah. german leftism of the 1960s um we got to find the book page 47 okay uh, alerted parents, Anna LeBlanc, Sex Education for 8 to 12 year olds, kids' book for good parents. The book, it's a kids' book for good parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was it said the, the book's cover is standard for the genre, showing somewhat primitively drawn kids of all races happily holding hands. Dude, they're trying to sexualize kids, and it's horrible. It's page 47, which the tweet also includes that raised eyebrows to help a parent get started with educating your child about his or her sexuality. The book offers some helpful hints. Couples can deliberately leave the bedroom door open or ajar while expressing intimacy. Call upon your child to bring or take something away while you are expressing intimacy. Yes, yeah, so while you're banging, sit there and say, baby, could you get me some water? Could you get mommy some water? Get your mother some Dude, water. Take your child in the bed and with you and allow him to him or her to watch yeah. as you share intimacy. Yeah, yeah. A couple, they should have no inhibition. And they say the couple should have no inhibition. In other words, go down and uh, let her fucking slob that knob, do whatever the fuck in front of that cop, in front of that kid. This is the kind of books they want to bring in. And then also, who's that company that dropped um that dropped yay? What was that company? This? No, the the one with the crazy name, Obachi. The what was the name of them? This has like a fancy name. Not Adidas. The other one. We're uh, we're looking it up. Gap, no, Balenciaga. Yeah, look up their latest. Uh, they just took down. They took it down. I don't know if we're able to find it, but they had a, a video shoot with children with 
with like stuffed animals and the stuffed animals was in bondage. Yeah, go to go to images. Don't go to that. Just go to images. They'll bring up the pictures. Boom, there they go. What I tell you. <laughs> what I tell you, go to images. You know what I'm saying? Fucking animals in bondage, dude. You know what I'm saying? And this was their this was their Christmas this year. This was they they took it down because they got a lot of heat for it. You know what I'm saying? But why do they have little children? With with animals and bondage. Uh, oh. Look over here. Look, there's there's bondage gear. There's a there's a collar right there to the right. You know what I'm saying? With a leash, it looks like. And and they got the kids in bondage. I mean, the, the the stuffed animals, and then there's one where they show there's another picture. If you go back, let's see if they, they got the other picture where they show it on top of the paperwork. And the paperwork is like from a from a a decision in the courts. So see, it doesn't have the child on it, so they're not showing the picture. But there's another one where the picture is this one. Nah, it's like it just shows like the doll on top of paperwork. But when you look closer at the paperwork, the paperwork is from the court decision where it had to do with like some sort of pedophilia thing. Um, and I forgot what it was, but like it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And and their thing was, oh, this went out without our consent. No fucking way. No fucking way that that go onto your website and onto all your shit and publications or whatever. Yeah, what does that mean without their consent? Meaning that they did it on their own. We didn't know they were going to put this out. No way. You took, no the, way. you took the photos, right? No way. They claim they fired the chick who took the photos and whatever, but you knew. Those have to, not only that, but you had a million photos you had to look through to pick those specific photos. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's how I know, once again, like when they say shit like that, that's bullshit. They knew this was going to be uh, what you call it done because it has to go through so many channels before it finally gets okayed. You know, even those little, that's what I said back in the day with the six feet shit. Remember what I said? One of the things that made me go, wait a minute, was how right after they made that thing, they had stickers that said six feet apart. And then it was stores that had them like Walgreens. It said Walgreens, stay six feet apart. Target, stay six feet apart. The stickers. Yeah, I remember. And I said, those shits were out within the first week. Right. Yeah. You know how long it takes to make those stickers? Oh, uh, just the design. Just to design it. You have to design it. They, they're they not just going to, oh, well, it's an emergency. But no, they want to get the right design. Believe me. So they have to okay the design. Then get the design into the manufacturing and then get it manufactured. While everything was shut down. While everything was shut down. And yet they had them ready in every fucking right, store. Everyone's working from home. They had them in all the, all the major stores. It takes weeks to get those months. And that shit was out within a week. Within a week, you went into Walgreens. The minute they said, stay six feet apart, you went into Walgreens, there were six feet apart things. Same thing with this. They knew that was coming out. Look, there's the sex education book you were talking about. But I'm just saying, man, it's, 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 it's insane. These people know exactly what they're doing. And, and to sit there and continuously say, no, no. He's got two and a half stars. No. Yeah, I'm sure. What are some of the reviews? This is clearly a self-published book with no scientific or logical support for majority of the content. Yes, parents should be primary source of sexual education for children, but this book provides no resource or structure. And uh, this book poorly explains the facts. I am, there you go. I am absolutely horrified, disgusted at the content in this book. Encourages children to watch their parents. I am actually dumbfounded that this is being promoted. 
a very disturbing work of an agenda to sexualize children. Thank you. The booklet is clearly telling parents to commit child molestation. This is disturbing, and this rating should be zero. My daughter bought this book thinking it was educational. Nope. This book is designed to sexualize children at a young age. They are grooming kids. It's apparently. Yeah, no doubt. Look at this. Yeah. That's the page. Oh, yeah, this is it. Therefore, while the higher mysteries and deeper... Uh... And child should be gradually introduced to the ordinary mechanics of lovemaking and be allowed to enter the parent's circle of love instead of being shut out and completely left to wonder why daddy and mommy do it. Here are the tips to get you started with educating your child about sexuality. Couples can deliberately leave the bedroom door open or ajar while expressing intimacy. Call upon your children to, to bring or to take something that away. That is fucking retarded right Take there. your children into bed with you and allow him or her to watch as you share intimacy. A mother should feel relaxed breastfeeding her baby while... Her husband makes love to her? A couple should have no inhibition having their child watch this sex. If intelligently applied, these situations could create will create an atmosphere of love and openness that helps you gently and lovingly pull your child. And then film it all and they'll put it on Pornhub. Because that's really Dude, what they want. They yo, want you, 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 pointed, want you, you, you pointed it out to me, man. When you, when you go on Pornhub, it's all oh. parent fucking... No, stepsister too. Stepsister, stepmother, mommy, this, mommy, mommy daddy. That. It's all that. It's just the number one. Uh, That's that Freudian right shit, though. You know, they always say you want to fuck your mother. That's Freud always said that. Oh, right? yeah, the Freud uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just incest. Yeah. That's all it is, man. And incest porn is like one of the number one leading forms of porn right now, man, which is crazy. I mean, I get it. I like it. I watch it. But they don't even look alike. But here's the thing. The minute you guys make it that that shit is okay, why watch it? What makes it fun is you know it's wrong. Right. That's what makes it exciting to watch is that you know it's wrong, that this should not be going on. This is 100% wrong. And that's what gets a person. Once everything's accepted, the fuck you want to do it for? It's accepted. You know, there's something to be said about taboo. You know, it'll keep the weak ones away from it. And the ones who want to do it know they're doing something wrong. Right. That's what's fun about doing shit that's wrong, is that it's wrong. You know, I guess if you want stealing and all that shit to go away, just let it be legal. Everyone get tired of it because it's legal. It won't have the same, you know, like I smoke much less weed now that it's legal. Really? Yeah, much less. Hmm. <clears throat> But I do. How long have we had this blunt? You've been smoking that thing all fucking all the show. whole episode and even before yeah. the episode, yeah. right? I didn't roll nothing up. So that's what I'm saying. Like I smoke much less. Back in the day, I would have smoked this whole blunt. We would have been on my third blunt already. Third or fourth. I mean, I don't even know when we started the podcast. I have no I idea what time we started. I don't know if it was three or four. Yeah, this is probably like our longest podcast ever. It's like it, four hours long. Um I couldn't admit four, maybe. Four. Yeah, I don't. Probably around four. There's nothing here that shows the 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 the, the running the time. Nah. All right, well, whatever, man. But yeah, once it became legal, then it was like, eh, man. Like, I, I still do it because I still like smoke. I still love smoking weed, but I smoke a lot less. And I don't. I, it's not like I said, oh, it's legal now. I'm not. But I just think I think that did play a role. You know, I think it does play a role. Not having, you know, you be able to smoke outside now anywhere you want to go. It's just not the same. It doesn't have that rebel appeal. Yeah. I need a little bit of that, you know. 
I need that rebel shit. I need, I'm not, you can't do it. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. You know what's still pretty rebel? Crystal Math. Crystal Math. <laughs> be a rebel, dog. Nah, it's be a rebel, not. Dog. Rebel nah, team. I don't want to be a running bro. rebel. That's a running rebel. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I did that once was... by accident, man, and it wasn't fun. I couldn't go to sleep, dude. I was laying there just trying to go to sleep. I was so exhausted. The jaw. I was exhausted. I had tears. Just I'm laying there, my eyes are like this, and tears just going into my ears and filling up and then coming down my neck. And I just like I wish I could sleep. That's like I said, I wish I could just sleep. I just want to sleep. There's no more, it was like torture. There's no more self-hatred than in that in that moment. When was, you completely have done it all to yourself and you can reflect on how much fun you thought it was, and then you sit in bed and you're like, This, this is the pain. Yeah, why? Why? It's all self-inflicted. Why? I, I start to think, is this why people just keep doing it so they never feel this? Yes. They say, I don't want to feel this. I did it. Fuck it. Now I just got to keep going because otherwise I don't want to feel that. Uh, it was horrible. I was up for like three days. They told me it was fucking Molly. I didn't touch my nipples once. Mm-hmm. I cleaned my house Twice. three times. You never finished. No, I finished completely, though. I redecorated Cleaned, reorganized, cleaned, reorganized, yeah. cleaned, reorganized. I used it was to say, fucking so wired. I didn't like it at all, man. I used to. I didn't like it at all. It wasn't <laughs> fun. I used to start taking my bike apart to like rebuild the brakes and the gears and shit at like two in the morning every night, bro. And then it'd be like three in the afternoon and I realized I had to get to work and then I'd have to walk because the bike would just be in pieces, dog. And then I'd put it together like a week later, dude, and do the same thing. My boy had to be like, dog, stop fucking with the bike, bro. We need that. Yeah. Stop fucking with the bike, bro. But it was all fun until we lost the place we were living in. And then that's when I stopped. Because as soon as you lose the place and you're just doing it outside, that's what I said. It's man. not fun anymore. No. You're doing it inside, you're smoking weed, you're smoking crystal, you're listening to music. Um, Yo, man, I don't know. It's not, I'm, I'm not upset that I ne- that I really never got into that. It's a bad scene, man. I'm not, you're it's not a bad scene, man. Do it too. It's not even people hanging scene. out. You know nah. what I'm saying? I don't want to hang out with those people. They all look very stressed and stressful. And dude, the shit that you would hear people kicking, bro, when you were on that shit, I can only imagine. I can only imagine the shit people be saying when they're on that shit, dude. A lot of the stuff I know now is what I found out when I was on fucking <laughs> A lot of the stuff we research. You're probably really good at researching. If you're on meth, you could probably research yeah, I mean, flowers. Yeah, what I, what I used to do is I used to just go on Wikipedia, bro, at like 2 o'clock in the morning and be like, you know, I'd have my headphones on, just like chain smoking cigarettes, you know, smoking the fucking I think bowl. you should make it clear, though, once again, man, there are any young, young listeners out there. Don't do math. Don't do math. No. Don't do math. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. The guy. On the lucky listen, ones, man. here. Do, do, you want me, do you want me to show you the guy I was fucking, I was, nobody, I was wrong not with? gets to run into a dude like me and then, you know, change their whole life around. <laughs> what is this guy's name? I want to read you the article about about the guy that I was doing crystal with out there who got, uh, got me into it. Oh, uh, did it do that starter you on it? Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember, like, I try to remember. Well, no, I do. I remember the people that turned me on to everything. And now, you know, so this is this is a situation, right? I just moved, I just moved to Lake. I just moved to Lake Tahoe, right? 
and I was trying to get off of heroin. The reason I moved out there is because I was I was doing fucking H, right? All right. So I moved out there to get clean. And my boy, like, welcomed me into his home, you know, was trying to, like, support me. Dude was giving me money, feeding me, got me a job on the mountain, was trying to, like, get me set up because this dude just cared about me. I, I think he was trying to get you. That's what I no, 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 That's not this guy. Not this guy. Not this guy. No, I was so, saying, so, that guy, I think, was trying to fuck you. No, nah, dude, he's a homie from like way back in the oh, day. Okay. It'd be like it'd be like you uh, letting me into your house, bro. It'd be like, dude, yeah, yeah, you need yeah, to get yeah. your shit together. I you were young Come. and had some older dude take No, no, no. He's my uh, homie from college. Yeah, okay. he's a, just a friend of mine. Uh, also, I was in the fraternity and he thought it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Kinda... You would like him. Yeah. Yeah. All my right. boy C B, bro. Right. So, so he brings so... he brings me out there, right? And then we get drunk one night. Now, what are they watching? They're not looking at this screen. They're not looking at anything right now. No, no, not yet. They see us. Yeah, they see us. Just making sure that they're not looking at anything. No, no, no. They see us. Talk to me, brother. So, so we, so we go, or so I'm out drinking, right? I'm at this casino in Tahoe, and they have big casinos just like this. They have four big ones, but they have like a little smaller one that's like called the Tweaker Casino because they sell they sell cigarettes. They sell they sell like you can get a vodka rebel for five bucks, like a double, and you can get crystal meth. And you do crystal meth in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so I go in there, dude, just drunk because it's cold and I'm walking from one casino to the other and you just, you dip in, bro. You make the rounds. You go in one, you walk through one, you go the yeah. second, the third, the fourth, yeah. and then you do the loop back and you just do that all night to see what's popping. Yeah. So I drop in and I start rapping this dude, Dylan, bro. Me and him were just kicking it, kicking it, kicking it, talking, shooting the shit, you know, just having a great conversation. You just met him, right? Yeah. And he's like, yo, you want to bump? I'm like, yeah, talk. I want to fucking bump. Yeah, He's like, bro. all right, let's go in the bathroom, bro. So you go in the bathroom. I go in one stall. He goes in the other. I hear him go. And then he passes it under, dude. And it was on, uh, it was a dollar bill yeah. that he had folded up. So like all the powder was in there. Yeah. And I got another, and he handed me another one. And I'm like, hmm. Like, Yo, is this some scales, dog? Like, look oh, how you, sh- thought, you thought it was crack. You thought it was cocaine. Oh, yeah. Cause I was high, dude, I was high. I'm sorry. I wasn't high. I was drunk. Yeah. You know, I was super drunk. See, I did some real spark, Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm like, look at that, bro. And it was all chopped up real, yeah. real fine. So like, how does it look different? It doesn't, right? It's, you can't really tell. No, you can tell, bro. Oh, like, right. it, like, yeah, you see how my hand's sweaty and it's glistening? Yeah. Coke don't really glisten like yeah. that, bro. Yeah. And, and it's also, Coke goes into a powder. Meth will kind of be a powder, but it's still like it's still little, sh- yes, it's yeah. very rocky. Yeah, it's crystally. So so I hit it and I'm like, <sighs> and I'm like, bro, was that, I was like, was that crystal? And he's oh. like, and he goes, yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I, and I then, feel like, don't you just get me <laughs> but what happened was, is as I felt great. So I wasn't like mad, you know, cause I'm yeah. like, I'm like, all right. Like, I guess I'll just, you know, snort a little bit. Right. So, you know, hung out with this dude, rapped with him night, night, night after night. And then I didn't see him again after that. Never got his number, but I just vaguely remembered where he lived because I stumbled out of his place like six in the morning to walk home, but then okay. I never saw him again. So then I ended up tracking the dude down. And I just knocked on his door one day and he was there. And he's like, yo, bro, yeah. He's like, hey, dude, remember me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, bro, you remember me? I kept going back. I didn't see you over there, <laughs> yeah. man. You know Check the bathroom. I didn't have a phone at this point. You know, yeah. I didn't have shit, bro. I was living like real rugged, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like, well, yeah, bro, come on in. And I had some bread and he's like, yeah, let's go. And then that just fucking kicked it off, kicked it off and kicked it off. But now see, he was just smoking and sniffing it, yeah. right? And I had been doing heroin in Jersey, which I was banging. So you said. So after after I was smoking and sniffing for a little while, then I'm like, bro, what are we doing? We should be slamming the shit. And he wasn't into it. So then I started slamming it, got him to start slamming it. Oof. And then and then this is this is what happened to him. Oof. Yeah, bro. This is Oof. 
This is see, this is not see children. This is the stories right here, man. Convicted safe cracker implicated in break in. Oh. Skip survey. Fuck that shit. All right. A man convicted of burglarizing a Carson Valley home has been implicated in the, this uh, 2017. 2017 break in that saw the theft of the record courier's safe and several laptops. Dylan Matthew Pettigrew, 45, is serving three, print and set, three prison sentences for burglary, grand larceny, and attempted burglary. Pettigrew was the subject to a manhunt in December of 2017. Now, mind you, I flew back from Tahoe in like April of 2016. Okay. I was in there April of 2016, and that's when I that's when I came back. Yeah. And then I ended up getting clean in April of 2017. But 2016 right. is when I moved back. So I moved back, you know, a year before this happened. A year before this happened. So Pettigrew was the subject of a manhunt December 17 after he was caught by a homeowner trying to drill into the man's safe. He was captured after investigators located a laptop at the scene of the burglary with Pettigrew's email address. <laughs> he was arrested in Carson City after he gave a false identity. According to the prosecutors, Pettigrew was implicated by DNA found at the scene of the record courier break-in taken from a bottle of whiskey he allegedly left. Uh. He was convicted of burglaries in South Lake Tahoe, Carson City, and Douglas County. But dude, there was an, there, he did something else too, bro, where he... Here, hold on, let's see if I can... Uh, news... He, he did something else, bro, where he broke in and was just like living, living at a place. Oh, he was just squatting? Yeah. For like months, bro. Yeah, man. I guess people that's do it. that shit a lot. Yeah. That squatting shit, people do that shit a lot. Yeah. You know? And it's really not that hard if you think about it. There's a lot of fucking houses if you go into those fucking, especially if you go into like shit, Atlantic City. Oh, yeah, yeah, Here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Uh... He admitted Tuesday that he broke into the record courier on September 17th. So, dude, this he broke into the safe of this newspaper. Uh, uh, uh. I think they're a little biased on this. Uh, which was taken from, uh, oh, they got a ZNA from the bottle of whiskey, three prison sentences, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, no, this, these are something, uh, these are something else. But this other guy got caught with 2.9 ounces of meth and a third of an ounce of mushrooms. Uh. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there breaking laws, man. And getting caught. And getting caught. Well, most people get caught. They eventually get caught, man. They all eventually get caught. I'd say doing drugs, probably. Selling drugs, doing drugs. You know, what do you want? You play with fire, bro. You're going to get burned. You're going to get burned, man. Eventually, in some way, in some form. You're going to get burned. Speaking of burning, man, one of my favorite marijuanas to smoke is uh, Apollo Bud. Check out Apollo Bud on Crescent Street and uh, Astoria Boulevard <laughs> in Astoria, Queens, New York. And go get yourself some Bud, CBD. Uh, they got a little bit of everything over there, man. You know, it's a great place. Go see my man, Lou. And don't forget to tell him that you heard about them through us. This way he knows we're doing our job. Mm -hmm. All right? And if you're looking to get a little freaky deaky or you're looking for a good gift to give one of your... Friends, go check out Triple X Playground, man. Buy themselves a Triple X Playground. It's only the best uh, couples communication tool ever created, I'm told. I have yet to check it out myself, but believe me when I say this Christmas, I just might be copping one. So cop yourself a Triple X Playground and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. And Happy holidays. And don't forget to check it was out. And it was good. .net. The home for all of our rated gear 
If you want Rated G merch, that's where that for all our Rated G merch, go to and it was good dot net slash shop slash shop and get yourself one of those mugs right there, man. I'm glad I got mine. Uh, it's my favorite. Well, it's not my favorite. My, I got some more sentimental ones that my daughter gave me, but this one is my. It's one of my favorites to drink from, man. And, and uh, you would say stuff tastes better drinking out of I, it, right? I, I I do say that. I do believe that the stuff does taste better drinking out of it. It keeps man. it colder or hotter depending on the temperature depending of the, the drink temperature you want. And if you really think about it, like say you had a cup of coffee that you put in the Rated G mug, and you just you know you leave it here sitting on the table yeah. for an extended period of time. If you just hold it, and you know it's lukewarm, you hold it, you think about it. Yeah, it gets hot again. It feels like it gets hot again. Yeah. It's an amazing cup, man. I'm telling you, it's very it's thermo and touching. It's, 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 it's the new thermo touch. <laughs> you hold it, and you think warm thoughts. It works. Yeah, but go check that out, man. I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, this is dope. I got my dog here. Our day is going to continue. We got some shows to go to. We'll let you know how it goes. Uh, we might keep him out here, man. We might keep him out here up until uh, what you say, Christmas? Maybe, yeah, maybe Christmas. Let's see if we can keep him till Christmas, which means we'll be hanging out a little more, man. I want to thank you guys for listening, man. You guys do mean a lot to us. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I celebrated the real Thanksgiving on the 13th. Uh, you know me. I mean, on the 23rd, I always do it on the 23rd. Uh, so if you're looking for a summer house over in Brigantine, come check me out. For those who know, know. Um, peace. Peace.